Ramble. Good morning, everybody. Uh, what are we calling? What are we calling everybody? Our cutie booties. Mm-hmm. Because you can sit with us. I feel like I have to explain that every time, just uh, until it catches on. Oh, I think it's caught on, Eric. You think it's caught on? Okay. <laughs> I think maybe, it's maybe sweeping the up. nation. People are getting tattoos. <laughs> oh, man. Like a butt tattoo? No. <laughs> yeah, only yeah. tattoos on your booties. Um, anywho, I am uh, one of your hosts, Ariel. Um, and we have Becky with us today. Hi. And Rachel. Hello. And our pod gremlin, Miles, is hiding in the corner. Uh, Maggie is not here with us today. But today, we are talking about something that has has been very exciting for all of us. Um, we all grew up with Britney Spears. And there is this uh, documentary, a New York Times documentary on Hulu right now, that is just absolutely crazy very captivating yeah it's captivating, <laughs> it is captivating. Maybe crazy isn't mm-hmm. the right word we we are completely taken with this documentary and so we are going to be talking about that don't laugh the first question i have for you guys this morning i was just facetiming which i do every week with my friend nico who's a godparent to my daughters and one of my besties and he's 14 lives in new york city i was talking to him about this documentary and he was like who is Britney Spears? And I was like, Nico, what do you mean? Who is Britney Spears? He does not know. Mm. And I was like, you know, everyone who came up in Mickey Mouse Club, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera. And he was like, who? And I was like, oh, Nico. Oh, Nico, the youth do not know. So just tell me, who is Britney Spears for you? How do you guys, did you grow up with her? Do you love her songs still? Always, always and forever a Brit Brit fan. I feel like we all kind of grew up in that time where she was releasing music as, you know, a 16-year-old and you heard Baby One More Time for the first time and you were like, this is my favorite song. Weren't you so surprised when that voice belonged to a 16-year-old? I remember thinking when I heard it, it was so, like, mature sounding. And I was like... That's like a kid like me. Well, at the time, she was around our age. Mm-hmm. I remember that, like, kind of growing up with her. And, yeah. and, and, you know, that. And when I say our age, I mean mine and Rachel's age. Yes. We're up and down <laughs> in this room right now. I wasn't, I wasn't saying anything. Uh, I Becky's said like, nothing. <laughs> Becky's like, I was in kindergarten when that started. I was like, oh, you know, I was in elementary school. Um, <laughs> I think Brittany is like three or four years older than Ariel and I. So she was like a big yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah. But like kind of a scandalous big sister because, you yeah. know, like Baby One More Time was a pretty scandalous song. Um, mm-hmm. And I the remember outfit. Her, yeah, yeah. Her the schoolgirl. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. With the and I remember her, her music videos were always like, she was such a good dancer. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. like when I was in college, um, we would do these like dance shows uh, and they weren't for like the dancers, like the dancers would do their dance shows and then like the general <laughs> public would do their dance shows and I would be in those dance shows. It was like a fun thing that you did. And I would always do it to Britney 
we would always mm-hmm. have like a Britney song because mm-hmm. there because you could you could do the like doo, doo, like the Britney dances, you know? Yeah. Britney really had that well-rounded like performance abilities a la like a Janet Jackson mm-hmm. or a Madonna yeah. or someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. She Very wasn't high just IG a pop shows. singer. Yeah. Yes. Have you Absolutely. guys seen the one take uh Hit Me Baby one more time? No. No. What do you mean the one take? Oh my God, look it up on YouTube after this. Mm-hmm. I forget who showed it to me, but it is mind boggling. It's Britney does the entire, like where she's in, I think it's Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oh baby, oh yeah, it's Hit Me One More Time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. oh, I was like, what the heck is that song? Um, Guys, she's in we the- are old, it's been a few years. <laughs> but we all know yeah. this one. <laughs> but we all know, yeah, I was doing the dance move along with it. <laughs> But it's on YouTube and it's from a, I think like a behind the scenes on one of her like DVDs or one of her Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, some visual album. Uh, But she does the entire song in one take uh, from this one angle. And you see like she snaps into like it and then she takes a pause and you see her just kind of like relax. She's practicing her next move and then it's back on and she's Mm -hmm. it's. She's phenomenal, so professional. Wow. It was nuts. She really nuts. is. Amazing. I always thought of her as like a professional. Like she was so good at what she did. Mm-hmm. And and she she was consistent too. Only a super professional can have like a sold out Vegas show. That's like oh, so yeah. grueling. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But she was also so consistent with her albums where like mm-hmm. you know she, she would come out with her albums every couple of years and there were there were always two or three just like slam hits on there you know like toxic oh, yeah. circus i mm-hmm. mean anybody who's Womanizer. ever worked out in a gym has heard britney spears <laughs> yes you know that's true yes <laughs> Yeah, like that's, that's just we're gone to a gay bar. Yeah, we're gone to a gay yes. bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Oh gosh. Yeah. I She's mean, so good. There was. Uh, I, could, what What is your favorite Britney song? That's oh. That's a tough one. Oh gosh, that's a tough one. There are a I mean, lot we of all them. know "Baby One More Time" because it was the uh-huh. first. Right. Lucky. I feel like Lucky is oh, one of the most underrated songs. And it also I'm relates to this documentary. She was literally like crying out at that point. Like mm-hmm. that song is all about like a girl who becomes a celebrity really fast. This is a and, story like, about a girl named Lucky. Yeah. It's so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh. Yeah. It's and so yeah, great. I'm like looking at a list. Cry for help. But on that same album, on that first album, was Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that one hit me oh, where I lived when I, I was a teen. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I run. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I hide. I hide. Yeah. Sometimes oh, I'm scared of you. Oh, that was like, you. That, I yeah. was listening that. to the lyrics. I'm like, oh, no. I would play that in my room by myself and just, just feel it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. that just hit me where I live. Yeah. And then, like, when I got into college and started going to parties and stuff, like circus, toxic. Oh mm-hmm. man, oh yeah, so good. <sighs> Did either of your um, moms ever tell you, like, oh, I don't think you should listen to Britney Spears because she's too sexy? Because she was like a very sexy, sexualized no, person. Let's talk you know? about that in the doc, though. Yeah, like in mm-hmm. the documentary. There were moments that interviewers were asking Brittany, um, this was just uh, old news footage, um, mm-hmm. like, 
How do you feel about your image being portrayed so sexily? Do you know you're making it hard for parents to parent their daughters because you're too slutty and too sexy? And Britney's like coming to fame in this era of like boy bands in sync, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees. And they're putting out the same kind of songs and just as like romantic and no one or sexual and no one's asking them like you're making it hard for us to parent our kids because you're too sexy. And it just feels really crazy for like uh, this was like a 60 Minutes or Barbara Walters or some sort of interview for someone to say that to this like 18 year old girl. Mm -hmm. Well, they also there was that um I think it was Letterman, asked her about her boobs. Yeah. Like multiple interviewers would ask her about her boobs. And it was like, are are you going to ask Justin Timberlake about his dick? Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's super so weird. Like, why didn't anyone think that that was weird at the time? It's absolutely nuts how they spoke to this teenager, mm-hmm. you know, and and mm-hmm. and how the media portrayed her as this 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 crazy, like, sexualized person i mean we're not that far away from it in 2020 when cardi b let out wop she got a ton of flack and yet every male rap song out there has been talking about like Mm -hmm. you know pussy and giving head and doggy style and whatever else for all of time Mm -hmm. are you kidding me Yeah. I mean, same with like child actors these days, too. Like, I think Millie Bobby Brown gets a lot of like weird things written about her. And I'm like, we're she's 16. We're all remembering this. Correct? No, no. People are not remembering that. Uh, So Brittany was like very like comfortable being this like sexual, sensual dancer and portraying some of that like. Mm Um, in between like a teen and a woman kind of feeling in her songs. And I think she was really demonized for it by the media. Yeah, she was very good yeah. at it. She was mm-hmm. extremely good at it. And it and it worked for her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she was incredibly popular. Still is, yeah. I would argue. Still. They made some really good points in the doc, too, about um, that, like, as kids, when we were watching her, we weren't like, oh my God, she's this sexy, sexualized person. We were all like, that's what I want to be. Like, I want mm-hmm. to be, uh, you know, not a girl, not yet a woman, right? You yes. want to be this nice, innocent person, but you're also like, well, I am sexy and I am coming into my sexuality and I mm-hmm. can have power and control over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to be able to dance and sing. She's almost my age. I want to be like that. I was not yeah. like that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, nor, nor I. Nor I. I still no can't lips. dance. Let's, let's be honest. No, me neither. That's fine. <laughs> I'm envisioning a Halloween in the future where we all take on a different Britney video and all dresses mm-hmm. her. Um, I have gone to a Brit Brit party <gasps> where everyone did dress as a different. I went to a Brit Brit and a Gaga party. So we all dressed oh as different God. Britney characters. And then we mm-hmm. all dressed as different Gaga characters for the That's next one. That's so fun. That's it really was super fun. fun. Who would you who I mean, would you dress as? Would you go schoolgirl? Would you go like red I did the schoolgirl. Schoolgirl yeah. feels the most the um, obtainable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very iconic. It was kind of the easiest to find. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would probably do, or, I would do uh, airline stewardess. 
Oh, oh from also toxic. good. That's yeah, right. A good one. Or you could do like the a, snake like a, from the the snake, or yeah. just wear a nude <laughs> bodysuit all the way down and put uh, sequins on it. Yeah, you know, like little rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's yeah, maybe like not that. in my future, but it could have been in my past <laughs> should I have chosen it. All right. So then in the documentary, we get into some of Britney's harder years. She's not putting out as many albums. She's still being mm-hmm. completely hounded by the paparazzi at this mm-hmm. point. Um, she's clearly having a hard time. She's married K-Fed. She has two young kids. Mm-hmm. And I will probably now never get the image of her running out of a restaurant, clutching her new baby while the paparazzi just swarm her. Mm-hmm. If any singular person had come that close to my new baby as I held them, I would have been irate, much less all of these people. Um, mm-hmm. I just yeah. can't imagine trying to live like that during that like pretty vulnerable time in your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, she, her, her entire like persona was uh, based a lot on the way that she looked, first of all, you know, like mm-hmm. not even like I'm sort of getting into the idea of like postpartum body image, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. she, she isn't comfortable being seen right now, you know, mm-hmm. and just yeah. doesn't, doesn't want to be in the public eye with her, mm-hmm. with her child and, and she just wants to be alone. And so, yeah, I mean, I, is this the same image where she jumps into a car and puts the baby on her lap? I don't really know um, if the two are directly linked, her leaving the mm-hmm. restaurant and her getting into the car. But I do know when mm-hmm. she got into the car, um, she was leaving somewhere public with her baby. And she gets into the car and, like, drives with him off in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Um And everyone was like, oh, she's not fit to be a mother. But if I'm a mom and I have my tiny baby with me and there are 20, 30, 40, Mm -hmm. 10 aggressive paparazzi pushing their cameras up against me and getting in as close. Grown men. Grown men disrespecting my space and my baby. I... 100% 100% see how she just got in the car and drove off holding her baby because putting a baby into the backseat of a car seat made her baby even more vulnerable to them. I just, uh-huh. I imagine she was in a fight or flight state of being as I would be if someone were mm-hmm. doing that with me. And that's not like what she was doing on the regular. So the fact that they put her in that position, then they made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of those photos. And then she was made to mm-hmm. seem like an unfit mother. And I can't tell you whether she was or wasn't at that time. It's just so f- deeply, deeply fucked up. And shame yeah. on them. Shame on all paparazzi. But they did that to her. And they yeah. have no mercy because they make millions of dollars off of some of those photos. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, somebody coming in with a photo of Britney Spears being, you know, acting like an unfit mother Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I do wonder, too, about people who this is off of Britney, but more towards the paparazzi, like what people who go into that profession, what has happened to them to lead them to that job? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't think anyone like grows up going, I want to be a paparazzi and I want to follow around celebrities. I think they were 
honestly, it seemed like they were so desperate for money that they were able to, uh, like, disregard their basic human, like, empathy. Mm-hmm. Like, they were able oh, to turn yeah. that sort of thing off. So I do wonder about the people who actually I think like, it's do money. that as their profession. I think it's money. And I think they all know each other. So, like, one of the guys interviewed in the doc was like, mm-hmm. my friend said, hey, I know where Britney's going. I'm not telling anyone else. Do you want to come and get the shot? So like they're in it together because the yeah. less people who have photos, probably the more the money's worth or the better mm-hmm. the photos are. And that one paparazzi um, who is interviewed over and over in the doc is complete scum and he's following Brittany. They're at a gas station. He's taking all these photos of her in the car. She has shaved her head. She has her hood mm-hmm. up. She's not looking at him. Her friend is pumping gas or her sister or whoever. And mm-hmm. he just keeps taking photos. And it's like, Brittany, how are you? Brittany, how are you? And finally, she just loses it. And she gets out of the car, goes and gets a golf club, comes around to his car and starts smashing it in. And that's those photos an you umbrella. see. Oh, an umbrella. Um, of Britney with her head shaved and mm-hmm. this crazy umbrella in her hand and she's hitting this car. And in this interview, this, I am only thinking of bad names to call him, but this man says to the camera, he's like, and the interview asked him, like, do you, did you ever think Britney wanted you to leave her alone? And he mm-hmm. says, well, yeah, he she told us to leave her alone, but like that night, not like forever. Like it was a mutual relationship. She needed us and we needed her. Are you kidding me? She doesn't not need that you. Time. An yeah. umbrella to the car doesn't tell you she needs to be left alone. I mean, she was clearly like acting out. Because she, she something was going on in her life. You do have to prove that someone has a disability to place them under a conservatorship. So I wonder if she had had a diagnosis of some sort at that time. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, there's so many factors with mental health that like switching meds, you know, mm-hmm. not getting enough sleep, like all of these things could affect how you behave if you're if you have mental health issues. And it's just. It's yeah. so sad to see someone go through that publicly. But what's even sadder is none of us were sad. And I mean, like the collective world when she was going through that publicly. Right. Like, who we were didn't di- share the the meme mm-hmm. of like, if Britney can make it through 2007, you can make it through this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Of course. We were all just eating it up. I mean, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I was looking at, at the Inquirer photos in the, grocery line thinking like oh my gosh like what a train wreck you know like Mm -hmm. yeah now I feel like a like a terrible person thinking about what she must have been going through at that time you know um but you you started talking about the conservatorship and so Brittany now Mm -hmm. is uh under a uh a conservatorship and Mm -hmm. uh Becky do you want to yeah, do you want to talk about a, li- a little bit about what that is? Um, from what the doc said and from what I've read online, mm-hmm. it's when someone in your, uh, it could be in your, I think it has to be in your family. Mm. I don't know if it has to be a family member. But basically they go before a judge and say that um, you are not fit to make decisions about your life, your money, your um, really anything uh, because you have some sort of disability, whether it's um, 
age-related like dementia or something that is more like non-neurotypical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the judge either says yay or nay. And apparently in California, it's pretty easy to put someone under a conservatorship, but it's incredibly hard to get out of a conservatorship. Yeah. So they basically say, yeah, you're not in charge. You, you're not fit to be in charge of your uh, basic civil liberties, really, or your civil rights. And so at this time, she was probably in her mid-20s. She ha- was married but separated, and uh, and she had kids. She had two kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, small kids. And mm-hmm. she went through this kind of mental breakdown, uh, and then she was put into a conservatorship by her family. Um, and a mental breakdown as portrayed by the media. Like, we don't right. actually have yeah. any yeah. idea what was going on with her for no. real, but, um, you know, they were capturing... Video mm-hmm. of her shaving her head, photos of her attacking this paparazzi. You know, mm-hmm. there was sort of a public-facing breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, truly anything could have been happening. She could have just needed a change and shaved her head, and then she was, you know, so... I mean, I do think she was struggling, but I think the paparazzi and the yeah, media attention was, like, part of that struggle. They're the ones yeah. mm-hmm. perpetrating it on both levels, displaying yeah. it to the public and causing it. And yeah. the shaving of that was sort of this act of defiance of like, mm-hmm. look, man, I'm not coming out with music. I'm not doing anything. Like, leave mm-hmm. me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shave my head so you don't have any pictures. And unfortunately, it fully yeah. backfired. It only made it, people take more pictures. Mm-hmm. As someone who has been portrayed almost her entire life as this sex symbol, uh, mm-hmm. You know, shaving her head is like, leave me alone. I yeah. I have nothing left to give you. You know, mm-hmm. like I just I need I need some space. Um, and yeah, and and yeah, it absolutely just backfired. So then, her dad, who has not mm-hmm. been in her life up until now, he has not been around. Um, he has not been involved. Her dad takes financial and physical ownership over Britney's being. Mm-hmm. And portrayed as kind of a skis ball in the doc oh, and yeah. just in the media in general. Like, I feel yeah. like her her dad, like, was not a part of her life. And then when she's making millions of dollars, he's like, oh, hello, daughter. Mm-hmm. And and now mm-hmm. suddenly, yeah, he has full control over her, her physical and financial person. Ariel, since you... Uh are the only try spouse with bebés. Uh, <laughs> does it ever worry you? Or do you ever think about like people taking pictures of Wes or Finn like without your consent? Or like when people write comments about uh, your mothering? I mean, you have a, a parenting podcast. I'm oh, sure yeah. there are some comments that maybe agree or disagree with like parenting styles. Like does that ever, Oh, absolutely. do you feel like that affects you? And those cut deep. Those, you know, like when somebody is is commenting on your parenting, I mean, we've kind of opened ourselves up to it. But, you know, even before we did, I, it's even like family when they're commenting on your parenting. It's hard. It's really, really hard. With, with your kids, you're constantly 
you know, doubting what you're doing and wondering if you're doing the right thing. Like nobody's like, God, I'm an awesome mom. Look at me. I'm rocking this. You know, like, no, that never happens. No, that's not how it goes. You're, you're you're looking at your kids. Like what, what am I doing wrong? You know? And so having millions of people being like, look at what she's doing wrong. She's such a bad mom. You know, like that is something that's so close to your heart. I, it's just, uh, I I can only imagine the the like psychological turmoil that she was going through because there's only so much that you can filter out, you know, oh, with the comments yeah. and the and and people being like, oh my god, she's gaining weight. Oh my god, she shaved her head. Oh my god, she's such a bad mom. I mean, you can't you 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 can't live like that forever. You know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like if, if I were in her place, I would have crawled into a hole. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you know, shut my door, locked the door and, mm-hmm. and, cl- and crawled under the blankets. You know, there's, yeah. there, there's only so much that you can deal with. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even let one person take, take photo. Like if, if somebody recognizes me or Ned, it's like, you know, the, the kids go, over to the other side, you know, it's like, oh, can we take mm-hmm. a picture with yeah. Wes? No, sorry. We, we're not, you know, we're in charge of. Well, and for us too, like the comments are mostly like on internet things, right? Mm-hmm. Brittany mm-hmm. walks out of her house and goes to the grocery store and she's on every yeah. mm-hmm. magazine. She turns on the radio. People are speculating about her. She turns on the, I mean, it was like news. People mm-hmm. were, it was all the it news. Was. And it's like, she couldn't get away from that. And it's so sad and does make you feel so shitty about like your unintentional role in it right right like yeah. i like for sure have shared britney memes i for sure I was checking on you know how is she doing all of that stuff and not in like a caring i wonder how britney's doing i mean now i do now i'm yeah. on that train but definitely as it was happening I wanted. I I remember there was there's a period of time where she, um, there there was this photo of her where she got out of a car and she wasn't wearing underwear, uh, and so it was this like. Do do, do you guys remember that? I don't, but I just remember that happening to like Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, Mm -hmm. Britney Spears, all of them. They weren't wearing underwear under their party dresses. Uh Um, that you know, which is very normal to not do. Um, underwear lines and people were waiting as they got out of a car and you can't get out of a car in a short dress. Yeah. Exactly. I think that happened to Emma Watson like right when she turned 18. Oh my God. Someone like got a picture of her coming out of a car and it was like the paparazzi are men. They are scum. Yeah. Who are these people that are taking those pictures that are taking pictures of like young women middle-aged men who are making bank off of them i know it just makes me sad to also think about what drives someone to that like what has happened in their lives what Mm -hmm. you know because nobody like yeah like i said earlier nobody's born being like i'm gonna be a paparazzi even that guy who's a paparazzi said he's a photographer and he just needed to make Mm -hmm. extra money well luckily instagram has taken some of the like paparazzi's and magazines ability to like peddle these intimate real life celebrities they're just like us photos off the table because mm-hmm. celebrities are sharing these intimate real life moments that they get to curate themselves 
So right, yeah. their thoughts on Twitter, their lives on Instagram, and they get to mm-hmm. choose what's shared and how that's seen. And so the paparazzi getting a photo of Miley walking to get groceries doesn't doesn't play anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Or I mean, I'm sure it still does, but it doesn't bring in the cash that it once did. Did you see, I think it was Ariana Grande posted a picture that a paparazzi took of her and the paparazzi sued because they she didn't credit and I think they won. No. I'm gonna look it up real quick to make sure I'm not like spinning tails. But I'm like pretty sure they prey on her and then it's Uh their intellectual property. Uh No. Yeah, so it was Ariana Grande got sued. So did like Gigi Hadid. I think they said one of the Kardashians because they said the um, celebrities posting their own pictures of themselves that a paparazzi took is infringing on the IP of the person that took the picture. Who what? is the judge on this? Mm-hmm. That That's the wrong call. Yeah. That's the wrong call. Nuts. Well, so, so then, uh, what, like, where, where do I, it's interesting to think about where the law falls here because, you know, I, I you would think a paparazzi photographer, you know, like a, a, a celebrity photographer mm-hmm. would want for people they to the share credit. their images. They want the credit. Mm-hmm. They want but it, it also, so I think he also sued because since she shared it, he couldn't make as much money off the image anymore. Yes. Well, how did she get the image? Because you can't released. sell it. Mm. Ooh, good Maybe question. it was already released. I know. I got a deep dive. I'll come back with it next week with the yeah. <laughs> deep dive of celebrity follow up. I remember when uh, in college when we were talking about like like when I was doing journalism stuff, celebrities and like politicians are kind of like public domain. You can take as many pictures of you want of them because they've sort of you kind of like subconsciously agree that you are a public figure and that your image is sort of okay free. you guys are public figures below britney spears but above a lot of other people <laughs> yeah do you agree that pictures of you are in the public domain only if i agree to them mm, but you agree by being in this podcast you agree by being in videos you agree by taking Instagram sponsorships, right? These are all things we agree to. When you go out to, you know, put gas in the car or mm-hmm. walk the dog, are you in the public domain? I think legally, yes. <laughs> right, right. But because how do you of what feel? we've agreed to, I would mm-hmm. prefer someone not take pictures of me when I didn't know it, but but legally you are in public. You know, like they they mm-hmm. a, a, a photographer couldn't come to your property and take photos of you like that would be illegal but if you yeah. are outside of of mm-hmm. private property then you can be uh photographed are my kids public domain as well so i don't think your kids would be public domain but i know like um like dax shepherd and uh kristen bell. bell and kristen cavallari i know a lot of celebrities are starting to put things over kids faces you just never know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what their mm-hmm. kids look like mm-hmm. that's really oh, which is sad that we have to be at that place where someone could you know. know take a picture of your kid without you knowing people will sometimes ask us like in the park or at the coffee shop if they can take a photo of the girls 
I mean, when you dress them alike, especially, and because I always say just no, precious. They're very cute. Mm. And Watson's always like, "It's a harmless grandma. Let her take a photo." No. I'm always like, "No." But I, I don't know. When kind of asked to take a photo of your kids, it's I've kind of like, yeah, you, you really do have to think about the the reasoning behind it. Like, yeah, they're cute, but like, but what like, do with what's that, photo? that matter to you? I know, yeah. I know, I don't no, understand you either. What the are thing you gonna do is, with though, photo? I freely give photos of clementine to anyone whenever they ask i say oh yes photograph my dog she's free she's free the kids no yeah so we uh so we took finn out in the stroller the other day uh or i did i i went to the coffee shop to go get um uh pastries and Mm -hmm. i had wes in the front part of the stroller and finn in the the back part of the stroller so that i could like be close to him and Wes needed something. And so I had them both strapped in and I go around to the front of the stroller uh, and I'm like talking to Wes and somebody walks by and they get within like six inches of Finn in the stroller. And this is like, this is like two days ago. So this is this during is like COVID mid times. pandemic. But it was like, it was like, mm. a, like, like just a grandma on the street. And I know that mm-hmm. she was just, you know, he, he was wearing a little bonnet. He, you know, it's he, always he the grandmas. It's always. And she was just like, oh my God, look at this little baby. And I didn't want to be <gasps> like, back off back away from my stroller you know like but i felt it i felt this like mama bear energy that was just like do not touch this like you are too close that has happened to me so many times really in the airport it's like a grandma parade this is (sighs) pre-pandemic when we were flying so i used to put like this breastfeeding carrier over the car seat Mm -hmm. on the stroller that went all the way basically it closes all the way and people would still pull it apart to look in and i was like please get away they would touch it it? this is once again pre-pandemic but oh my god but like that that would be like somebody touching your 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 purse or something you know touching my stuff no (gasps) i mean and the only people who ever tried to touch my belly who were not people who i didn't know very well Mm -hmm. were grandmas they're always older women. I think they're like, mm-hmm. I've been there. You and I are equal. They touch mm-hmm. your belly. They get their face near your kids. Back away, you Granny. Know, the funny thing is, it w- it's a different time. It was a different mm-hmm. time because there, there was absolutely probably a time when like, a well-meaning grandma, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, we we say grandmas, but like it could be anybody, just as, an, an older, older woman. woman. Um, <laughs> You know, just like that, like a well-meaning grandma on the street or something like that would could like, you know, here, watch my kids for one second while I tie my shoe or while I do this or while I do that. You know, like I see or I've I've heard tell of like people leaving their kids outside of a store so that they could go in and get something done. And, you know, just like the community would watch them. You know, Mm-mm. it's yeah. No. I, like thinking about it now, I'm I'm just like, no. what? No, no. I once absolutely not. flew cross country with both girls by myself when they were four mm-hmm. months old from New York to L.A. And I just didn't drink water because I was like, I will not pee. I will not go and pee because I can't yeah. bring both of them. I just won't. Yeah. I won't do it. Um, yeah. I'm not asking a flight attendant to watch them. No way. No way. You know, what if what if you got seated next to a well-meaning granny oh Would i you bought be three like- seats on that flight it was car seat me car seat <laughs> but you know i was I like could- no one will sit next to us 
I could see, you know, pre-pandemic, if if I kind of, you know, created a, a like a conversation, like a, you know, a relationship mm-hmm. with this person and it was a six hour mm-hmm. flight or something like that, you know, hey, I, I, I have to pee. It's not like she's going to run off with them, you know, You're on like a plane, you yeah. on a plane, like You're there's, at least there's trapped. other people there's, you know, it's, it's not dangerous, you know, and so it's really just like, just keep an eye on them. Uh, I don't know. Like now, now thinking about it, it's like, why I just that, what kind of a mom does that make me, you know, does it make me too trusting? Does it, I don't know. I I just don't know. know. Well, it's, and it's different when like, you know, you are being watched, you know, mm, like mm -hmm. now I often think about how this could be portrayed like if somebody did get a photo or if somebody you know going back to Brittany mm-hmm. uh like she is yes she she may have been making decisions that you might have made like you know that that you could make as a mother uh that may not have been the best but then when they were put out in public it just, yeah. mm-hmm. she just got roasted for them. And then I think eventually she did get her sons taken away. KFAD got I think that's custody. the beginning of the conservatorship story mm-hmm. is that KFAD got full custody of the kids. And I think still has them. So let's talk a little bit about this. She's in this conservatorship. This Her mm-hmm. dad and the lawyer have full control of her person and her financial mm-hmm. estate. So any property she owns, everything. She's a multimillionaire. Um, she's a multimillionaire already. Then she gets this mm-hmm. Vegas residency, I think is what it's called, where she has this show in mm-hmm. Vegas that happens like six days a week. It's like mm-hmm. a two or two hour show, six days a week in Vegas. Full Ned and I work. went twice. It, it, it was excellent. <laughs> Truly. Give us the highlights of it. Yeah, oh, we went no. twice. Oh my gosh. Okay, so she did all the hits and mm-hmm. uh, the and like danced her butt off. Seriously, mm-hmm. like true just Britney dancing form where where everything is 110% every night. Like we were there on a Tuesday, you know, it's not like she phones it in two days a week and then like, you know, brings it up for Saturday and Friday. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It was... It, it was such good dancing. She, I mean, she's just a good dancer and a good singer. Um, it was, and there was a thing where, uh, I can't remember if she got caught lip syncing. Um, was that a thing oh where like gosh, she was lip syncing it instead of singing it? Um, but she was definitely singing it because you could hear her being like, <gasps> you know, like she, she's working, she's working, yeah. she's working. Uh, but, so, but so she yeah so she did all the hits uh, multiple mm-hmm. costume changes um, you know and like really elaborate costumes it was a great show light ugh, it was just it was amazing such a good show and so she does this big show and this is a person who is not well is not well enough I'm doing air quotes for those of you mm-hmm. listening at home is not well enough to make decisions about her being or her finances but she does a two hour show every night. Um, that mm-hmm. rakes in like a million dollars a week or something. Isn't oh, that what they said? Um, something crazy. It was, it was sold out all the time. It was sold yeah. out all the time. And she does this for like six months. Residencies are really long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then at that time, I don't know how much time goes by, but she gets another residency at another hotel in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Right. And when they go to announce that one, she comes up and she just walks off without announcing anything. And then she says, I'm not doing it. I'm not performing anymore. I'm not writing Mm -hmm. any more songs. I'm not coming to work anymore until this conservatorship changes. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, the lawyer who was half of the owner of the conservatorship petitioned to change the um, details of it. He was like, it needs to follow a different business model because it's making so much money that so I need a that raise. Said business model. Business About model. So life. business model. Like, but she was making so much money for her father and this lawyer that l- the lawyer was like, I'm being, I'm not being paid well enough to run this business. I need to be paid more. I'm petitioning for a promotion and to change this business model. A conservatorship is supposed mm-hmm. to be something where someone's mental or health capacity is so low to make decisions for themselves that someone benevolently takes over at the end of life or um, mm-hmm. to make decisions for them for their health. And like their well-being, they were running her business and controlling her life and making millions and millions and millions of dollars. I had not heard about the 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 part where she got another residency and then just decided not to do it. But when Uh I when when I saw that on the doc, I was like, damn right. I'm not your performance monkey to make you all this money. But also Mm -hmm. her doing the residency proves proves to me she doesn't need a conservatorship. The fact that right. she could do that. Like, yeah. I know we don't know what we don't know, but we do know that someone who's that yeah. capable of working doesn't need someone maintaining, doesn't need their absentee father and a lawyer maintaining their business for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, throughout the, the, the doc, I was also thinking to myself, like, why on earth did she like did someone choose her father and this lawyer you know like how did that happen did it did it fall on them because you know like she isn't she close with her mom can't mm-hmm. like and Where i, I think there was a moment in all of this yeah i think there was a moment when when uh her mom there was like a a, a soundbite from her mom saying like i was busy with the other kids so i couldn't help her you know but oh yeah I, there's got like, well jamie lynn was a she was a teen mom so they were probably going through mm-hmm. they were raising another baby too but i i don't i i didn't make it clear what she was doing while the conservatorship was happening but i think her dad had to petition for it like i think he had to be like i want to do this and i remember they said in the doc that she did it because she thought she would get her kids back or that she would get Uh, that it would be seen as like a sign of good faith so she'd be able to see her kids more. How could she get her kids taken away? Did did public opinion just spiral so badly? Well, I I think she did have, she has mental health issues. You have to have a diagnosis to get into one of these conservatorships. So I think that's part of the you don't know what we don't know. Like we don't know what her mental state looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think KFAD could have easily... petition the courts from what they saw publicly. And then if she did have a diagnosis, if she was, you know, struggling with postpartum depression, maybe she's, you know, mm-hmm. it's all it's all speculation on what her um, true mental state is. Right. But there are so many ways to 
deal with that and get help and having Mm -hmm. a lawyer and your father own your finances is not one of them basically stripping her her life away from her you know taking her kids taking her family taking all her her freedom and her money on the aclu uh like lawsuit or something i was reading one of their little articles about it and they were saying that um that the conservatorship should be your last absolute last step that there are other steps you can take like doing um like legal steps that you can take like doing joint bank accounts or going to like money management classes um there are all these other things that you could do that aren't a conservatorship yeah i thought that was really interesting because i was like i you know obviously we haven't heard about them taking any of those other steps so it seems and that's what the ACLU is saying. It's like it doesn't seem like this was done with best intentions or um, with Brittany in mind. It seems like it was done for money. Well, so the the basis of this movement, this free Brittany movement, is that she has proven that she's capable of managing her own life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, the free Brittany movement started on a podcast. Right. I'm just mm-hmm. There's power here, ladies. Um, that is, the, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> these two young women who analyze Britney's Instagram every week mm-hmm. on a podcast, which, by the way, um, is a podcast I'm dying to listen to. I'm, it's yeah, on, I downloaded it. it I, I'm going back. But it. Um, they were like, Britney's gone. She's just gone. What is happening mm-hmm. to her? And they were the ones who sort of alerted the public to like, something's happening to her. And when she does post, it's like once every like nine, 10 months. And it's weird. It's not her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they s- coined Free Britney and sort of started this movement. I think that's, I mean, the whole situation is so sad. But I think it's very cool that people, fans watching her noticed something and started saying something. She had a very minor court victory, which was that um, she wanted to put a bank or a financial institution in control of her conservatorship. And I Mm -hmm. think they added that, but they didn't Mm -hmm. take her father off of it, Um, which she also petitioned for, and that didn't happen. But I hope what happens next is that they remove Jamie Spears from the conservatorship and they pass it on to a financial institution. And then at some point, Brittany can also get out of that. But a fina- a business that is basically there to maintain and help run money. And I hope as like in a larger sense, uh, like the ACLU was saying, that this brings more attention to conservatorships and seeing the mm-hmm. flaws in them. And that, you know, we shouldn't be stripping people with disabilities of their rights. That's, no, you know, pe- people are capable and are able yeah. to take care of themselves. And there are other steps you can take that aren't completely stripping someone of all of their civil liberties. Right. That's a, that's a precedent that doesn't need to be set. Oh, free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Do you guys guys follow Britney Spears on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. You do? I should. Yeah. I I should too. But I just, I just have heard that her, her content is just like bunnies and rainbows. Mm -hmm. And she does like (laughs) outfit try-ons and she shows you her closet and she has her boyfriend and they do yoga and she shows you her so workouts. Cute. They're very, honestly, they're like very strangely edited. And that's why I started 
looking at them because I was like, what? Like, she'll be wearing the same outfit and then do three pictures that are kind of all the same. Uh-huh. And you're just like, what's going on here? But people think there's a message in them. They think she's, oh, really? that someone else is controlling her social media. And that's what those girls were kind oh, of like yeah. deep diving too, was about, um, like I know there's one video of her holding a hat and she's just kind of moving it around in what can only be described as like kind of a weird way, but her finger is pointing to something that's written on the hat and people think she wrote a secret message. So people are trying to like, find the secret messages that she's she's leaving her own easter eggs in her instagram if she that, is that's fascinating that's fascinating like that she's that she's stuck in her own life but yeah watch the doc guys it's called i thought it was called freeing britney i am wrong it's called framing britney <laughs> it's called framing britney because that's what the media did to her listen you know when the new york times has to make a documentary about you that Things are not going well. Um, well, yeah, keep an eye on the hashtag Free Britney movement. Um, I know we will be. Uh, mm-hmm. We obviously send Brit Brit love and support from the internet uh, and hope that this actually all goes in her favor at the end of the day. And so that is actually all the time we have for today. We ran out of time. But... <laughs> yeah, Brittany, we, we love you time. so much. We didn't <laughs> we get to any out. of our other segments because we were talking about um, our favorite lady pop star. Um, if you guys haven't heard, The Tripod has a new podcast called Guilty Pleasures, and it's got Zach and Kelsey and Garrick, and they're talking about all their favorite movies um, in very funny ways. Uh, they first covered, their first episode was about Twilight, and it had me rolling on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Hopefully, we're going to get Kelsey on this podcast soon. Yeah. If you don't know, Kelsey will say what you're thinking out yes. loud. Mm-hmm. And what yes. you didn't even dare to think out loud. So it's a fun time <laughs> to listen to. Yeah. That's great. Um, so make sure you are following all of us here at the on the tripods. We got baby steps. We got the tripod and we got you can sit with us and guilty pleasures. So give us a follow. Give us some likes. Uh, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you have any topics you guys want us to cover, make sure you email us at you can sit with us pod at gmail.com. But until then, stay safe, wear your masks, wash your hands, don't touch other people's babies. No, <laughs> do not. Don't do, do not. it. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. cutie booties. Bye, cutie booties. Bye, cutie booties.